Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. My name is Kim Choji. Today is um, Thursday, the fourth day of March 2021. My match recording is here. Yay! I'm so happy to be alive. I'm so happy to have this medium to share and vent another time. Well, a lot of things have happened and um, I'm just happy to just have a medium to share and vent and just say a lot of stuff I want to say and be happy period like we still deal with covid like it's covid season <laughs> so we're still dealing with it and all that kind of stuff so i'm just happy to be here and just do what i love to do to talk and just give reviews and analysis of what i think about some stuff so has it been how has the new month been the month of march the month of marching on well, this is a very special month for me because I'm turning a year older this year, this month. Yeah, so I'm almost, uh, almost jumping into another decade soon, but I'm not there yet. But um, we are close there, though. You know, we are almost jumping into um, the point where somebody gets to be older and uh, life continues. Yeah. So, how is dealing with? Let me emotional doubt emotional fear emotional trauma a lot a lot of things happening so uh one uh, celebrity or artist i actually want to talk about today who has inspired me all the way and um a lot of people don't even talk about her so much but then she has uh, made an impact in the industry and i really feel like her story is actually like something similar to her story yes it's almost similar to Ciara's story. Most people don't even get to consider her. Like, if people will say Ciara's period and they're like, oh, y'all forget to say it's Fantasia's period too, you know? Like, Fantasia Barino is the artist I'm talking about today. So, Fantasia, Fantasia Barino um, came into Limelight from 2003 2004. And yes, that's when I, I actually didn't know her then, but then her songs were on the radio around that period 2006. Uh, one of my favorite songs of hers is uh, Free Yourself, which was Missy Elliott produced. And she came into Limelight from the American Idols, where she crawled her way all through to she won and then her vocals is fire y'all like one of my best performances of Artesia is um when she performed at um the black girls rock in 2018 when she was paying homage to Aretha Franklin when she died and she she sang chain of fools and she sang respect and I was like god this woman is just like doing the best hallelujah she could do like I was just like anytime I watch that performance is like leaked for me so that's not even my main concern today so fantasia in her life had had love ups and downs when she had fame before she sorry when she was when fame started for her before she even became famous she has a child she had a child at that time so her she had a first daughter called um i forgot her name actually but then she, I, I i knew she had a child when she was a she was a teenager and then the the, the girl actually is actually older now so but then fantasia actually had a child back then before she went on american idols and then i read her story back then and then even with that she had ups and downs relationship she eventually met a married man yes who who she fell in love with and was she was so attached to him till she found out apparently he was married and then when he was married he 
told her he was going to divorce his wife and then um, marry her, a baby with her. You know, I know the American lifestyle is like is something they actually like work with. And then I, I think at the point, fame got into her head and the whole stuff was quite dramatic. Like the, at the point, the wife was suing her. And the husband didn't was actually committed to his marriage, and it was so crazy. Like her life at a point from 2008 2009, it I think so, yeah, 2007 to seven to 2007 to 2009 within that period. Like she was having like the worst time of her life. Yes, she attempted suicide. She was pregnant and almost lost her child. The second that's the second child. And it was just crazy. But then in 2010 when she released her album Back to Me, which was like a comeback from what she had been through, she was getting better and then things started working out for her better. In fact that was when she won her first Grammy for for a song on the album. Eventually in 2013 after releasing Sacrifice of You, which is one of my best albums from best albums for her she moved on and then she met her husband so a guy a guy which she knew within six weeks she said and then got married to him and then her life has been amazing she has a show i've been following her i think got married in 2013 they've been married for about um 13 14 15 16 14 16 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 it's about like the eighth year literally and um Fantasia is like nobody talks about her so much, but I, I follow her story. She and her husband are having like the most amazing times. Like it's like Tiara and Russell Wilson, and nobody talks about her so much. But I'm like, like the essence of why I'm talking about her story was is the fact that um, Fantasia actually had a very rough life, just like how Tiara did. Like you know the story with Future. She had a child for Future, and Future was actually cheating on her. And um, Fantasia is a very godly woman, and I've seen her interview on Breakfast Club, which talked about relationship and marriage and how her marriage actually actually works and how she had to pray you know and nobody talks about how like the essence of what i'm talking about this stuff is because most people just really beat themselves hard or life just really just takes a toll on you and um the basic lesson for me is the fact that even with uh, the experiences these ladies have gone through things turn out better for them things, things turn out amazing life turns out to be so beautiful for them at the end of the day that is what stands out for me so it's a lesson for everybody particularly for the ladies out there like y'all life could be rough i could be really tough because of the way things are today but um y'all like go listen go read go do research on Sierra's story what she is today and even fantasia's story there are a lot of artists i could call or a female artist or male artist who have had downturns and life was almost like at its lowest and then things got better for them and that is like amazing for me honestly and i keep hoping and praying that our lives actually turn out even as life could actually be down we get to stand up again that's what is important for you when you come down you go up again that is the most amazing thing about life that's it for me from this perspective will be about this so our next topic is um, the issue we've ha- had and um in this con- nigeria you know you, you all know like the whole fulani herdsman issue has just been there for for a long time you know and um the latest gist is the fact that there's a feud between the one the north and the south where food stuff from the north the north okay i think let me try and like give a summary of the story 
I, I might not be really, really correct about it, but then this will actually happen. So because of the Fulani Hertzman issue in the, in the south, so most governors in the north, in the south, they're kicking out the Fulani Hertzman from their states, various states, and taking up various um, security measures. Not just them, the communities. In fact, it got so bad, I think a, a village in is it on those states? I mean, Ogun State, Ogun State had then there was a situation where there was a rampage of the Hausa Fulani um, settlement in the village there, and then they kicked them out, and then they said the village are basically trading. So most governors they're taking up measures to secure their people because it was getting out of hand. You all know how crazy the whole Fulani hurtment situation has been in this country, and um, at the point they not got angry and agitated and said, "Okay, fine, y'all." going to cut down the food supply for y'all so they cut down the food supply and then the south in retaliation y'all know this the oil is in the south so they cut the north off of oil so there's literally like almost oil scarcity now it's in the north yes we are actually facing that as it is now then apart so the thing just kept going on and, and like even food stuff is actually like very cheap as it is now in the north i know a basket of tomato was almost like over a thousand naira as of last two weeks Today I'm hearing that it's about um, 800 naira, even less, because of the fact that, like, the last chunk of the market, because here in the north or less in the middle belt, basically because most food stuff come from the middle belt. So and then the suppliers actually like the Malus or they call them the Muslims. So you know, like the issue is that um, the the pain about it is that most of the people here are farmers and then most of the food stuff is actually bought from here and then carried down to the south those are that's where the most consumers are like tomatoes pepper onions grains whether it's maize or guinea guinea corn or millet or sorghum or soybeans yam tubers uh, yam um, potatoes whether it's irish or sweet different kinds of food stuff we actually produce and do not that is carried to the south vegetables carrot cabbage beetroots a lot of vegetables produced here in the north is carried down to the south and then so this broke look it broke it actually this um barricade of um of food stuff or demand supply chain um cut is actually like very bad in fact well actually one i saw an incident happened in Nibadon. was it last week or so where uh, a, a lorry load full of food stuff was actually like set up place and then most people are like okay oh you're cutting down food supply but now as it, as it seems like they're not actually like saying oh we're sorry we want to continue supplying food to y'all because food is actually very cheap now and it's, it's if i mean like y'all <laughs> not need to buy like food stuff and then you store it and then when the normal life continues nobody won't care and you bother so much but then it's just really bad how the country is going about now things are really going crazy and it's so painful that nigeria has come to the point where there's a there's a thing like holding us together like it's just like it's string so this string is like part of the string that you like they're wearing out because like it's just like very little like very tiny little thing holding us together so when it was break about i just pray that we can't we we don't get to that point because our leaders are shitty leaders are not even helping us solve this problem like we have um, very nonchalant leaders leaders who don't even care about their citizens that's like the state of how the country is from whatever in fact from 2015 things have been going downturn like whoever knew like 2015 a dollar to a naira was 150 now it's about 500 naira like 500 naira chasing one dollar like 
In fact, it's just crazy. Things are expensive. Things I actually bought last year, December, for let's say 300, it's going for 400. For 59, going for 70, almost 80 to 100. In fact, my something, some, some, the prices of goods have even gone almost 50 to 100 percent up or off the charts, even higher, because the the thing is actually getting out of hand, and I don't even know what we are doing about it. But I, I leave it. I just sold my channel. I don't, I don't want to dwell here. It's too much bad energy for me at this point. But then, maybe we, we jump over this mountain soon or something like that. So, um, other things I'll talk about basically is is trending topics that actually happen like that have been talked about like recently on social media, particularly Twitter. So, one of them was um, the whole um video gist and burner boy gist so um it's been crazy honestly uh, first of all special shout out to Davido and um burner boy although i don't, I don't think they see as high as it is but then um burner boy actually meant to perform at the grammys that's good news for us like afro music is actually making trends like around the world and it's beautiful honestly um their songs doing well on the charts yes and um, twice at all twice at all and Davido's album, Whiskey. I think those are like three. There's Rema, there's Fireboy, there's Joe Boy. I know the, the other boys. <laughs> and another artist actually like making waves. In fact, I saw today, and I, I didn't actually know NAWCP award nominees actually came out. And then Davido, Davido, yes, Davido, Tiwa Savage were nominated. In fact, other artists, and Nigerians who who actually I know that actually got nominated with very beautiful stuff and honestly very happy for me is the lady that um takes um, Bob's Hub Shoulder has she got an award and even Audrey from Insecure you all know it's amazing like it's so beautiful I like the fact that Nigerians outside are making it in fact talking about um Ngozi Nkojuela being the president or the chairperson of the World Trade Organization WTO is amazing. It's everything. Nigerians are making wins outside the country, but in the country, everything. Everybody, Nigerians are going through hell. Yes, it's hell. But outside the country, we thrive beautifully. I think the hardship we have gotten to like really go through over the years has made people strong so when they go out when there are a lot of opportunities they try very well so this is it this is like a beautiful thing for us Bernard boy congrats on the performance at the grammys and then uh davido performed at jimmy kimmel live you know jimmy kimmel live on it's an american show by jimmy kimmel and he's very i love jimmy kimmel i watched a couple of his shows and it's amazing so and, and the performance was actually lit he performed um um Jawa. And assurance, and I, I was, I, I, I actually loved the performance. It was beautiful. I watched a bit of it, and I, I like the fact that our artists are actually going out. And in fact, on NPR Tiny Dex concert, I think, uh, I think, brother, was it? David performed recently, I think. Yes, he was on it, and um, Bonabo was in a couple of, I think, was it last year or so, and it was beautiful too. I like the fact that um, our artists actually going, our, our artists actually going beyond this um, circle i love them i think on the same jimmy kimmel tiwa performed last year was it jimmy jimmy kimmel yes i, I think so yes or jimmy fallon and i'm not i'm uncertain about her performance but then she was actually on um, one of the shows even talking about Liniola's um album she has an IP coming out soon 
yes that's an ep come now soon but her album that came out last year was major producer was uh, was timberland the amazing timberland it was beautiful honestly y'all so the two artists so this artist um david drum um, burnout boy not actually between them let me start with the video so a video actually came out on the shade room where um the video was in the us and then he was holding lady's hand and apparently that lady was young man's ex and then they like really it was actually like as if oh y'all heads up he has actually found a new woman and we know that like Davido is Choma's lover he's always like Choma 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 so what's up you know so a lot of Nigerians jump turning down like talking about ah you guys they, they do this they do that that kind of stuff like ah yo probably he just wanted to just help across the road or something yes I actually felt he was trying to help across the road he wasn't something as people actually wanted to make it look like yeah, he was cheating or actually being with another woman. I mean, like, he couldn't help a lady cross the road or something. Most people were like, ah, he's famous now. Ah, how will he help her cross the road? That kind of stuff. I'm like, that's not even his country, sir. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's just, um, it's not really not what people actually think. I think, oh, until uh, more evidence come out, I can actually just see. I can't actually just jump into conclusion and I'm like, the video is actually being with somebody else. No, I won't actually do that. Oh, and the issue that actually happened between Bonner Boy and Obafemi um, Martins. So, the, the people like that to compare their networks, how much the uh, footballers actually earn, and then what the celebrities actually earn. So, people are like, ah, celebrities actually earn less. For, uh, footballers actually get paid their clothes by minutes, per hour, per month. Yeah, actually, their their pay is actually very huge, and artists actually get to make money from concerts, from album sales, and you can't compare. I I, I knew you can't compare. Yes. So the origin of this feud started when it was MJ and Cyril Ronaldo. Like people were like, MJ's net worth can't be compared with Cyril Ronaldo's net worth. I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but I know that times where footballer celebrities go bankrupt. Footballers or musicians, they all go bankrupt. Depending on how you use your money, you utilize your money. So it's uh, well, about three months have actually been there. I had it's actually 38 years old. Yes, I think so. Uh, and then Bonabo is actually like how old? I think he's in his 30s too, or in his late 20s at most. But I just, I just think uh, it's um, it's so much people actually talking about. You can't compare. Footballers earn so much, so so much. You can't even compare. I feel um, celebrities actually get to push. I, I, I feel footballers actually just get to display talent, and then you get picked and you perform, and then you get paid so much money. Celebrities actually, I mean, musicians actually work extra hard. Like you can put on an album, and nobody gets bites. But for four matches, people watch on the regular, and the pay is always mad. So I, I, for me, I don't like jumping on like. First of all, self. I mean, we have so many problems in this country. Why would you even want to talk about this kind of nonsense stuff? Uh, something like we have too many problems. We have we have food scarcity, we have oil scarcity, we have um, COVID issue, we have political tussle and kidnapping. I mean, put your energy somewhere, y'all. Is that even what's discussing? Like it's two different things, and y'all know the, the answer for that. So why waste your time there? I feel it's just. Um, one of those things people should talk about that is really relevant. So, next topic is uh, so, uh, opening uh, deep, uh, deep, yes, I think that's his name. Yes, one of those Twitter influencers, I think he's in the UK, thereabouts, or so, I think. But then he actually put out a tweet about what somebody said, and 
actually disrespectful rant. Yes, the person was actually trying to like say something. The person said, So an intern was asked to contact me via a chat. She referred to me and my boss by name. It shocked me, that what the guy said. Like the guy actually put a shock and laugh emoji. And he was like, He was like, What the person said was like, Hello, Tope. Hello, Tope. That was the person. Was like, Hello, Tope. So, 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 that person asked me to contact you. And the person was like, Ah, the person, why did the person like call me by my first name? Is that even an issue? I mean, um, if it was, <laughs> it's quite complicated though. I actually want to be on the conservative side, but like, is that even necessary? The person was being polite, just asking. I was told to contact you or to share certain information with you, and you're taking it personal, like, Oga, what is the issue? It's just call you by your first name. If they call you Mr., they call you Sir, they call you Oga, they call you Chief. I mean, it doesn't change who you are. I like uh, American working, I mean, not America, actually, all over the world. Like Nigeria doesn't want to change, so most people are like. In fact, I have a friend in Abuja who is working in Abuja. This organization actually like they don't allow you to call your guy sir or ma or madam. Just call the person by their first name. That's the, like how it works. In fact, I have another friend actually invited me to Abuja for his or his office dinner, and then the whole organization they call themselves by the first name. In fact, they call the madams. Mm, by her first name she's like the madam in charge she's like the money making person in the company and they just put in their resources their, their, their energies to generate more money so i'm like and then they call her by her first name and you're all like just getting angry i mean does it even count you want to call you the person should call you sarah or ma you get like what does it have to you does it make you have a phd automatically or you just get some annoying ass um, appointment somewhere or something I mean it's just unnecessary you all put your energy somewhere you, you 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 are here to empower people not to ask them to respect you respect is earned by your attitude not called to be given to you 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 get the respect automatically by the way you compose yourself you, automatically as an employer you 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 are given the respect and besides um, criticisms of employers is inevitable it happens so your employees can call you um, sir or ma and then go say shitty things behind your back so you prefer they respect you to your face and then in behind your back and it's something else I I like that real please it creates a, for me I feel like when you actually call um employer employee you can actually call yourself by their first name it creates a, an environment that works very uh, um, convenient the employee is comfortable and the output is really good and i feel also a relationship is built at least beyond the fact that the person is working for you you build a relationship with your employees and then you get to understand them beyond the working environment you know them to an extent of personal and then you know how to build them beyond they working for you but building them for greater height i think that's how it works i think it, sh- it should be like this that's how i think and i i don't know what people are saying sure all the best to them nigerians sure all the conservative people that want to grow up they want to still remain calling them mommy daddy or ogasa my chief my boss i hate that thing i hate when people call me oga chief boss the governor rich man like is, is that even like a title in the first place people actually like lose their energies on something that is not even important safe why you get next so i actually saw um an article on sikoko 
You know Zikoko is uh, where the whole Gen Z I millennial just came out from. So I saw an article actually posted on on um, on their on their Twitter page about marriage, and women and men were asked what they thought about their spouses or their their the the, the people they're married to. And the men were actually like even the women was the women category was actually like and like. Ha. The category was actually like it was quite disturbing. People actually said these things about their couple, their spouses, and I was like, "Is marriage, marriage actually like worth it? Is really what me putting my stress into?" And then, okay, let me try to remember quite a few of what um, some of the spouses said. So one guy was like, he used to like his wife crazy before they got married. She used to do an attitude for him. I said she actually she actually put on an attitude to, for him and she was like trying to form her to do so he thought that maybe if he marries her she'll actually like um be his kind of person. I mean eventually she'll actually like um fall for him and life will be perfect. But apparently he said he has a little hate for his wife. Like when he was toasting her, the thing was actually like very sweet. So yeah, sound to Nigerian, but just seeing it, just like Nigerian it, it was like actually very sweet. So for him, he felt like if he continued the relationship, it would actually like I mean, marriage actually make him make her, make her like him more, and he would the love for her would actually like be cool or actually be okay. But in this at this point, he was like he developed hate for his wife, and I was like ah, developing hate for your wife would actually it's actually like. Well, that one actually, I think they should see marriage counselor for that one, sure. And that one was like the guy was like, ah, he 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 used to he actually get married early. In fact, quite a number of um people on that list were like regretting marrying early. I'm like, is there any bad thing about marrying early? Probably we're just desperate and just got married because everybody was getting married. Fifty seven to eight, you're already getting married. It's a beautiful thing. Those actually got get married during that time. Why, 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 why switch yourself that kind of stuff? Wait, I, I feel you have to not really just um, get married, but create a relationship between you and your your partner before you decide when to get married or when it's perfect way to get married. You know, a lot of pressure is coming into society these days, so I don't even know what he actually just gave this short story about the fact that his wife actually is a very nice person. But he feels like he wanted to go out and explore and have fun with his friends. His friends were like, ah, when they go to this party, they go to this place, one go flex, don't see this shit, that kind of stuff. And he was like, ah, I want to go do that kind of stuff. And you cannot do it. You're married. You, you, you are committed to one person. You can't go be promiscuous. You can't go be putting your D everywhere. Oga, like, it's commitment. You learn not to be selfish in marriages. You have to sacrifice. Marriage is a lot of things people don't even get to think about before they even jump into it so many articles there and i was like quite in fact that they actually read the the stories on zikoko i was disappointed i actually felt like the marriage everybody's talk about this is how the thing is at the end of the day i felt so like ah, i beg the entire person you know i i don't want to be at the point when i get married and i'll, I'll get married and then i'll have to apply for divorce it's actually like really so messed up i really want to just know that if i want to marry I'm with the right person and I'm ready to sacrifice to spend the rest of my life with the person. It's like making up your mind. I feel it is. I'm not married yet, but I feel it's making up your mind that in the good times and the bad times, I'm going to be there for this person. The person is going to be there for me. I'm adding to the person. The person is adding to me. We are building ourselves up and going higher. Not just that it's one person's side and you're being selfish, you're being this, you're being that. 
like you actually could go on to Coco and then you just get to see a lot of details about some of these things people were talking about marriage even the women who were seen one was like one guy was like ah he married why because um he was broke from a poor family and then his wife actually beat him every day and he could not leave her because um the, he was she was a source of income the guy has to japan leave the country and went to cyprus and all that kind of stuff and then he had to leave his kids in fact another one was like he hated his wife because but he actually loved her because of the kids he actually just kept persevering because of the kids. I'm like, i mean i'm like i know marriage isn't perfect but imagine like the last the chunk of reason why i'm in my marriage is actually uh it's just um is negative there's nothing positive positive about it i mean probably it's Problems actually come in marriage, basically. Yes, they actually do come in marriage, but it shouldn't be like a last chunk of my life is hate or is problems, filled with problems. Like it, for me, I feel it's uncalled for. It's too much to deal with, honestly. Um. Well, I wish them all the best, and uh, I pray people actually like think about a lot of these things before they jump into marriage, honestly. So, my next uh stop to talk about actually is um. Or the state of Texas in the United States of America. So you know, <clears throat> Texas actually been having um, a couple of weeks ago. So apparently, Texas was out of power for like a couple of weeks, and I'm like, he was in Nigeria. It's like a normal thing when you don't have power. <laughs> like where I was where I was serving, we didn't have lights from like March to like November. So. It's like a normal thing, like when Nigeria does that far. So I know America is actually like a very like dope place. So they actually have like basic amenities, like a requirement. So Texas actually actually had to power for a few weeks, and it was quite difficult. It was quite difficult for tech people in Texas. No water, no. So this news actually came out recently, and it was like so disturbing. I felt it was um um too early for the for the Americans to actually say they actually want to do this so the state of Texas in the u.s has lifted max mandates lifting up max mandates just like how in every country of the world we are required to wear masks and it's compulsory so the spread of covid won't be um, rampant and then sanitizing your hands and all that kind of stuff so the state, the state of Texas actually through this governor whose name is um greg abbott said um it was okay for you to lift up your face marks and he actually made um his statement on twitter and said everything is 100 percent safe and all that kind of stuff and texas is open in fact not just texas um mississippi yes in the us too and then uh, health officials there have said um, it's actually too early because actually what actually happens in i've actually heard is that the cases in the us have dropped yes unlike how it was like last year it was crazy like in fact the US had the highest deaths, the highest cases of COVID at some point. But now due to the vaccine maybe and then um proper health measures taken in these countries, I mean these states of the US, um the cases of COVID is actually dropping. So I just felt like ah it's actually too early like we should actually like i don't mind like we should keep wearing masks for the next two years it's so, like a last chunk of the world is actually giving the vaccine then we could even at that we can still hope that things get better you know because unless they're trying to like make life really just continue and we're trying to adjust to this new life so why put your citizens in this kind of situation is totally uncalled for to for me to be honest i can't deal with that kind of stuff if i was in it. like i was actually like not be happy about this like 
the face marks is just wear face marks i know you can read some things but it's just to wear it and just do what you have to do to survive people have died from covid hello why actually stress yourself like that my next uh, gist is the story of um, prince harris and mega Markle. the prince and prince i mean the dutch and duchess of success i think it is success i don't even know how to pronounce it well i'm not a british I know. <laughs> we were colonized by the Britons. I mean, like, Americans have their own accents, different from speaking. Hello, how are you in today? That kind of stuff. But then we are, we are Nigerian. I think it's success. Or is it Warwax? Warwax or something like that. Because ah, I'm disgracing myself. Like, like this. Jesus. Well, we've all known that um, they have moved to the state of California in the US. They have um, resigned from the royalty royal official duties royalty they have stepped down from being royals they are now normal people and the reason apparently for prince harry and megan is that they are trying to look for how to generate um, their own source of income to be independent financially independent and um, at first they wanted to do it like juggling with it and then doing what well royal duties and all but the royal the royal officials I mean, whatever officials were actually involved in it said no so it's been crazy in fact they had to sue tabloids uh, who were generating a lot of fake stories so they actually had like a talk with opera which is going to come out soon and i can't wait to actually watch that stuff the whole gist on it i can't wait to it to come out because it's it's um crazy it, it's a lot of things being said and i'm like ha ah, this is too much for us to handle. Not too much for us to handle. I mean, like, I don't want to just know what's up with them. You know, that, like, you know what happened to the mother of Princess Diana, how she was killed and all. That's it, killed. That's actually false. She wasn't killed. She was she died in a car crash. But then stories, the whole theory concerning it was actually, like, crazy, you know. I'm sorry, I have to count my word, too. I do, not, I do not say she killed the she was killed though. Uh, because Zion actually died in the car crash in 1997. So, I mean, 1996, but I just know that basically, Princess Diana was his mother, and then the whole story, con- the whole controversy surrounding her death, and um, even what's happening now. If I when I was watching Crown, his uncle married. Uh, an American and then it was in fact he lost the true no not his uncle his grandfather's his mother's yeah no his grandmother's uncle yes who was actually the king and then he was he was um dethroned and sent on exile because he broke their rule of marrying they had to marry within themselves royal blood and then Michael Mega Michael was actually an American and then you know like it's just crazy although i think it's been changed though because um i mean a lot of things have happened in, in britain a lot of laws changed but i just pray like i just pray for the best of them and she's actually pregnant too megan is actually megan is actually pregnant and then um i wish them all the best though like they deserve so much than you can imagine also one of the things i'm talking about is um y'all it's r&b about army lot too kim michelle and keisha cole so i'm just happy that um a couple of days back um kim michelle came and said that she and keisha cole have squashed their alleged um, food or beef that actually had and i'm so happy about this i remember when um keisha cole's show on um 101 on fox soul 
that should be the name of the show yes it should be one on one on fox um uh, fox so so paris phillips who is a star on love and hip-hop and uh, zealous wag i think that's his name they're all stars is actually like i think he's a he's a fashion designer he's a stylist yeah he is a stylist and um he's an actor because he's an actor he raps too he's an actor real reality shows that are actors too i think some of them are scripted so i think the actors and then paris Finn is actually an actress too but she also was on love i think she's on she's or she was on love and hip-hop so and then you know they have worked hand in hand with kim michelle back in the day i think that's the origin of the food so when they were actually on Kishoko's show they were like i see they were to be like ah, kim michelle trying to i know you all know kim michelle and Kishoko have been compared a lot of times because kim michelle has a striking a striking resemblance with um kishoko a very striking resemblance to kishoko in fact the music sounds almost the same it's almost like similar so most people they, like sometimes, sometimes when i'm playing kim michelle so they're like ah, is this not kishoko or the picture like it's not kishoko like, no this is kim michelle she's actually different she's a different artist that kind of stuff and then it's, it was crazy so Paris, I remember I, I, I remember watching that interview and then Paris was saying uh, um, Kim Michelle actually wanted her to uh, make get close she actually wanted to get close with all of Kishoko's friends to because I, I, I knew Paris was actually like uh, Kishoko's friend and then she became close with Kim Michelle at some point on the show I, I think on the show I think like a couple of times a day like you really get to meet or have events where you could connect and other kind of stuff and then let's talk actually styles Kim Michelle at a point and then she styles Kishoko that's for sure actually me and Kishoko so I'm just like saying like so they're like trying to shade and like ah remember the style of it was like so was like uh she wanted us to style uh, her like you you know and, and I was like is that necessary like you come on if you have a few someone you don't come on the person's show and then start saying things like that. I feel I felt it was really inappropriate. I think that actually like um, escalated and they are actually throwing sub uh, shit at each other on Twitter and then well I'm just happy they actually squashed the whole stuff you know because um, for me I felt it was very beautiful like they actually get to squash their beep and then walk together because I heard that they actually squashed their beep on the part and uh, and then they are working on possible EP. They actually wanted to go on tour in 2016. They're about, but it didn't work out. No, it 2015, 2016, I think. It didn't work out because fans were like, really happy about it. Which are like, y'all, you still make your money last, last, that kind of stuff. And then it's, I mean, it, I, I, it was really, really terrible when Nicki Minaj and you know, Kim were having their feud, Pink Friday, Black Friday feud and all to be whole the whole gist and it was crazy even artists have like artists where they have been compared and it's like a war you know it's it's quite toxic and it puts their fans in a very very complicated position like even like Cardi B and Nicki Minaj the whole feud is uh, it's bad energy for your for us honestly so happy for Kishikola and uh, K-Michelle y'all fix the shit and do the right thing yeah, so next is um, a buddy shout out to Papa Adeboye. Papa Adeboye is a living legend. He actually turned 78 on the 2nd of March 2021. A living legend. He is 
a man of impact in the Christian Pentecostal Christian um, Church of Nigeria and the world. I've seen a number of pastors or elders, I mean, pastors and men of God from all over the world pay homage to this man. He has created a niche in the industry and has made major impacts. Honestly, I'm, I'm so happy for him and um, I, I wish him more long life. So much life has to offer God's blessings and just as he has watered, may he be watered, he and his wife have made so much impact in the Christian dorm. So I appreciate personally, or personally, uh, really celebrate this man of God. He is a major impact, honestly. So lastly, I'll talk about the, um, my song for this period that, that I'm here. I, one, of my favorite, one of my newest uh, loved artists is The Chandelas. The Chandelas are an R&B uh, group formed from Nashville. You all know, if you know music, you know Nashville is like the home of where upcoming artists come out from. So they were formed by Claude Kelly and Chuck Harmony, all know them as producers. And um, I'm love with one of their, their songs called uh, Fear Has. It's a very wonderful song. Fear has no no place in my heart. So it's, it's a very wonderful song. They actually have a new song called Money. Very wonderful. They, 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 in fact, Fair has no no place. This is a very wonderful song because it goes like it goes all the way church for me. And even money, money is uh, amazing, an amazing song. Honestly, um, I can't wait for whatever they have to offer. Like with time, I'll keep following the chandelas. I mean, like, I know of new artists who are there and then they're doing an amazing job. And um, these are one of the people I actually want to appreciate. Uh, fear has no fear and uh, love and. Uh, Fear has no place in my heart. Is I've just been like, like a reformation, you know, trying to tell myself that I'm, I've been brought down. I've been intimidated. I've been told things I couldn't do, but fear has no place in my heart. That should be our affirmation. This moment, putting your mind to do the best things you could do. Yes, honestly, it's one of the things I would really encourage everyone to and to do. So this is a wrap. Actually, this is the end of the podcast. I want to appreciate my friends. Um, Opayemi, my Dictionary, we sat together and one of the people actually made an impact on me, always checking up on me, trying to get updates. Half of the podcast, that kind of stuff. One of the, one of the people I'm really thankful for is Preston. Thanks to everyone for listening. Do have a wonderful time. Till I come your way another time.